This episode is brought to you by Demon Freaks, the new novel by author J.R.R.R. Jim Hardison. It's the night before the SAT test, and the forces of darkness are stirring. Twin brothers Bing and Ron Slaughter know if they don't ace their college entrance exams that they'll be doomed to a future of flipping burgers. That's when they hatch a plan to meet the other members of their punk band The Effets, spend a night studying in a secluded cabin in the woods, and maybe squeeze in a little jamming. What could go wrong with a brilliant plan like that? Ancient evil, that's what. Bing, Ron, and the rest of the band find themselves entangled in a sinister plot to summon a demon, and to survive the night they must find a malevolent artifact, battle bloodthirsty monsters, and stand against the most dangerous and powerful foe humanity has ever faced, the Golfers Association. Demon Freaks by Jim Hardison. From the author who turned sword and sorcery upside down with his epically funny epic fantasy fishwielder, comes a new novel of horror, humor, and headbanging. Kirkus Reviews calls Demon Freaks a funny supernatural tale with sincere emotions and a solidly satisfying ending. Demon Freaks by Jim Hardison. Available October 3rd from Fiery Seas Publishing. Find out more and get your copy at demonfreaks.com. That's demonfreaks.com. Introducing Archivos, a new story development tool that allows writers and gamers to document the story elements of their settings, map the relationship between those elements, and then display those connections through three unique interfaces. One of those displays is the story web. Every story element is presented as an avatar with any related elements orbiting around it. It's a single display that illuminates the complete network of connectivity of your story world. Plus, like all of Archivos' display modes, the story web is searchable and filterable, so you can explore the aspects of your story world that captures your imagination. Learn more about Archivos at www.archivos.digital. That's A-R-C-H-I-V-O-S dot digital. Archivos. Your stories illuminated. Faced with the cataclysm that will destroy the magical heritage of their people, a secret conspiracy of mages resorts to harnessing the powers of the netherworld to save their legacy. The only mages who can oppose them are Brayden and Quinn Reese, two brothers with a turbulent past and a caustic relationship, but both Brayden and Quinn are compromised, harboring terrible and tragic secrets. Will Brayden and Quinn be able to prevent the unsealing of the Well of Tears? Or will they fall victim to the Dark Mage's sinister plot and join their conspiracy? Dark Storm by M.L. Spencer Book 1 of the Renmore Saga The grimdark fantasy series The San Diego Book Review gives 5 stars and calls a thrilling read fast-paced and bitingly entertaining. Dark Storm by M.L. Spencer Fans of morally gray antiheroes, page-turning action, and mind-boggling plot twists will love this award-winning series. Get your copy at Amazon on Kindle ebook or paperback and begin the epic adventure today. This is author Raymond V. Feist. Hi, this is R. Scott Baker. This is Anthony Ryan. The Grim Tidings Podcast welcomes Delilah S. Dawson to the show. Delilah, thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. This is literary agent Mark Gottlieb from Trident Media Group. This is David Anthony Durham. Hi, this is Melanie Metters. Hi, this is Brian Stavely. Hello, this is Jesse Bullington slash Alex Marshall. Hi, this is Jeff Salyards. Hi, this is Michael R. Fletcher. The Grim Tidings Podcast proudly welcomes Steven Erickson to the show. Thank you for inviting me. I'm looking forward
It's the Grim Toddies Podcast. This is your host, Philip Overby. And I'm Rob Matheny. And we just fucked you up. Big time. Didn't see that swerve, did you? Usually I introduce the show, but you did it, Phil. Yeah, because it's a special occasion. It's mm-hmm. our 100th-ish Ish. episode. Yay. Yay. Yay, 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 yay. We That's finally pretty, did it. It's a big deal. I'm pretty fucking excited about this. Mm-hmm. And there are several reasons. One is because I don't think I ever imagined I would be talking about anything and people would listen to me talk to people and you talk to people. <laughs> and it's lasted this long. It's pretty pretty impressive, I think. Yeah, two years now. Uh, the first episode was May 17th. Uh, 2015 is the first recorded episode. We actually had a few practice episodes that we deleted and struck, stricken from the record when we started the podcast. But yeah, two years now and uh, yeah, 100 episodes and feeling good. Who knew it would go this long? And uh, pretty much we just owe it to everybody just to keep the show going and we're too dumb to stop. So might as well. When in Rome. Yeah, and uh, special special uh, note is uh, Rob is a little hungover and I'm a little drunk, so yeah. kind of a little bit country, a little bit rock and roll today. <laughs> Business on, on top, party in the back. Definitely. It's a podcast mullet today. <clears throat> we are the podcast mullet, officially. So we're going to have the Grimmy Awards. We're going to have a distribute the first annual Grimmy Awards. We've got some awards to give out for some accomplished uh, guests, previous guests that we've had on the show. Yes. And uh, some updates for uh, past guests as well. Just a few highlights of uh, folks who've come on the show and uh, gone on to uh, coincidentally find great success. So we'll have a few updates for that as well. And then me and Phil are just going to chat for a little bit and take about 25, 30 minutes of your time. No authors on the show today. No guests or anything like that. Blabbing your ears off. It's just going to be me and Phil. Pulling up by the fire, discussing and reflecting 100 episodes of Podcast Genius. Is there some kind of like TV show or something where people, they go back and reflect? Like it's, this is, this podcast is the version of like on sitcoms where like they can't think of anything to do for that episode. So they just show clips of old episodes. That's like, that's like what we're doing. So it's like a montage of past greatness. And then we have to say something like, now, let's look forward to the next 100 episodes. Oh, shit. That's too much of a commitment. Oh. Yeah. All right. Sorry. I, don't know if I, I don't know if I'm all in for that, Overby. Let's not get carried away. But uh, 100, hey. And we've got at least a few more episodes in the can. Uh, we've got uh, Ed McDonald coming on the show. We've got uh, Anna Stevens. It's the British invasion, the British Grimdark invasion taking place. We've got some more guests scheduled. And then October coming your way. All whore, all month long-ish during the month of October. Uh, should be exciting. We've got a few guests lined up for you as well. And uh, October is always my favorite time of the year. I love autumn, AF, <laughs> pumpkin spice lattes, uh, Halloween forthcoming as well, which is the official holiday of the Grim Tidings podcast. So lots of exciting things taking place. And yeah, two years in the making. And uh, yeah, we're still keeping the show going about what, two or three-ish. Uh, we're saying ish a lot today. <laughs> You're saying ish a lot. Okay, it's just me. me. All right. <laughs> I said it once. <laughs> We've had about 90 guests on the show, so we've got a few updates here for prior guests for you to keep tabs on the latest happenings in the authory podcasty world. Yeah, we had previous guests, Josiah Bancroft on, author of the Books of Babel series, including Send in the Sins and The Arm of the Sphinx. He went on to uh, get a pretty good book deal with Orbit Books for the series. So 
congratulations to Josiah. Ironically, right after he came on the show, he got a book deal. Coincidence? I think not. But uh, no, very cool. That's a great book series. If you've not heard the episode, listen to the episode. Um, of course, head over to thegrimtidingspodcast.com or subscribe on iTunes. Um, but yeah, check out the episode and read those that book series. It's fantastic. There's a reason it got picked up is because everybody read it and raved and reviewed. And uh, yeah, it's good shit. So Josiah Bancroft, well done, sir. Grim Tidings Podcast, gold star of approval. R. Scott Baker completed his second Apocalypse series. At long last, The Unholy Consult, uh, book four of the Aspect Emperor uh, series, has come out. So that second Apocalypse has completed. So if you've uh, wanted to wait to get into that second Apocalypse series for after it's completed, now is the time. The series is completed, and uh, we'd highly recommend that series as well. Very philosophical, um, but people are digging the grim darkness of R. Scott Baker. And you'll be glad to know we have, we're in talks with getting Scott back on the show. Uh, soonish. So uh, we'll get him back on to talk about finishing the series, and that should be exciting. So the wheels are turning as far as that goes as well. That's spectacular. Do we have any other remarkable updates for our guests, for our uh, fuck, our listeners, Rob? Wow. <clears throat> you are drunk. Um, fuck. So, <laughs> uh, well, we have a, a one update that's not entirely uh, exciting, and that is uh, we had a recent episode where we talked about the landfall Kickstarter for the Occult Grimdark Serial Fiction Series, the partnership of Omnicide Publishing between Grimdark Magazine and Dirge Magazine. Um, unfortunately, we had to pull the plug about a week into that bad boy. We just were not getting the traction that uh, previous Kickstarters had attained. So unfortunately, we had to cancel that Kickstarter. But everyone is kind of regrouping, seeing uh, where it kind of missed the mark. And then there's definitely uh, going to be another attempt to make landfall happen. So fret not those who uh, got behind it. That uh, We do think all those who supported the Kickstarter. Um, keep an eye out. They'll be back, and uh, hopefully good things will happen. Maybe pick up a, f- a few new authors and uh, make that series happen, because I believe in it. I think it's going to kick ass, but unfortunately, that is the first Kickstarter podcast episode that did not succeed that we've had on the show. Speaking of previous Kickstarters, uh, we did have the uh, Mech and the Hath No Fury Kickstarter episodes, and uh, both of those were successful, and those are finally delivering. I finally got my copy of Mech in the mail, and Hath No Fury is finishing up at the press, I believe, and should be available soon. There was a little shakeup at Ragnarok Publications, so they're under new leadership now, and they're making things happen, so that's good news. Uh, the, the books look great, and uh, those Kickstarters are finally delivering. So we've had some good success with previous Kickstarters. Unfortunately, Landfall did not happen. But uh, fingers crossed that uh, that will happen. Dirge Magazine was on the show before we featured them with uh, Jinx Strange and Renee Pickup. Unfortunately, they did have to close the doors on Dirge Magazine, and they're not going to continue. But they have Dear Darkling continuing on as well. And Jinx Strange has some other things going on as well. So unfortunately, Dirge had to close, but uh, it was cool while it lasted. Um, but that's just the way the biz goes sometimes in the publishing blogosphere world. Um, and then we do need one other update, and that's from you, Philip, and that's an update with the Splatter Elf universe. Yeah, I like how you introduced that. The Splatter Elf <laughs> universe. Uh, yes, I have a slight update. Um, it's kind of a labor of love series that I started about the same time we started the, this podcast, actually. I think the Unicorn Eater came out around that time, and that's the first story that I wrote in the series and I'm planning to bundle them together. Uh, all the stories I've written so far and I will be releasing them, uh, on Kindle and paperback, uh, as one collection. And that will be available sometime this year ish. There's also a possible tie in with another new update, uh, which is 
a Patreon page for the Grim Tidings podcast. And we will have all sorts of uh, grim goodies that you can get a hold of if you contribute. Uh, we figure uh, we'll give some love to the people that you know put some money down and have supported the show. And uh, we're going to have some various things you can get a hold of. And Splatter Elf Stories looks like from some of the uh, votes will be part of that. So any of you people who dig the splattery fantasy comedy whatever the fuck my shit is that's good news so any other patreon updates you'd like to give people rob uh yeah so keep track of us uh on social media follow us uh, at grimdark fiction um we'll keep you updated on the patreon we're gonna make that happen very soon give you a way to give back to uh, throw into the coffers so to speak of the grim tidings podcast and uh, just help us to become financially self-sufficient because it costs money to do this shit um but uh no we're gonna have uh, some bonus content and some cool things happening over at the patreon to give our longtime listeners updates on guests that we're gonna have on the show and some bonus content as well um and we're not gonna go crazy we're not gonna have a, a whole bunch of levels it'll probably just be a couple of levels for you to get in and uh, be a part of the gtp click that's <laughs> Or something. We'll call it. We'll we'll give it some cool like name or something like that. Probably. The GTP click. Something like that. Posse. But yeah. Yeah. So that's um, in the works. Uh, we're always kind of steadily thinking of new things to to do and how to integrate various media into the show. Uh, different kinds of guests we've had. Uh, we're always looking for new and interesting grim dark uh, material or even non grim dark. On occasion, where we will dabble, mm-hmm. we'll we'll dabble in other shit occasionally. Mm-hmm. Um, so look out for different kinds of content in the future. We're always willing to try new things, and sometimes uh, when you try new things, they don't always work out perfectly. But if you don't succeed, try try do, again. Do it again. Do it. Is that yeah? Quote Philip Overby. That's my quote. Um. So let's give out some awards for this. Some bitch for the 100th-ish <laughs> podcast episode of the Grim Tidings podcast. This is an exciting episode. I bet people are like, I'm really glad I downloaded this one. <laughs> Rob and Phil are on fire this morning. <laughs> Grimmy Awards. So the first Grimmy Award is going to go to the most appearances. The guest with the most appearances here on the Grim Tidings podcast. And that first Grimmy goes to Michael R. Fletcher. Yay. Yay. Well done, Michael, you Canadian savage, you. Um... Yeah, author of the Manifest Illusions series, Beyond Redemption and such. He's been on the show about 400 times now, and uh, we are, we're glad to have him on. He's kind of loony and crazy every time he shows up. We don't really know what to expect. Uh, all I know is that he cusses a lot, and he's somewhat coherent, so that's why he gets to come back on the show so regularly. I'm sure he'll be back, back again within a month or two. Who knows when he might appear. So, well done. Most appearances, Michael R. Fletcher. And then most downloaded episode of the podcast. If you if you had to think, if you were a longtime listener, who do you think is probably the most downloaded past guest of the show? Joe Abercrombie. Mm. Joe Abercrombie. Oh. Yeah. Um, so he has over 1,700 downloads for part one of Joe Abercrombie in the show archive, thegrimtidingspodcast.com. Be sure to check it out. Um, 1,300 downloads for part two of his interview, culminating for over 3,000 downloads uh, of the show. Um, so well done, Lord Grimdark, Joe Abercrombie. Grimmy Award for the most downloaded episode of the show. Well done, sir. And then, in contrast, we're going to give an award for the least downloaded episode of the show. And that Grimmy Award goes to Philip Overby. 
Oh, uh, oh my <laughs> God. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm so surprised. I never expected this. <laughs> um, I don't even know what to say. I didn't prepare anything. Yeah. Uh, I mean, moment. proud moment. <laughs> I just really want to thank everyone who made this possible or the lack of everyone. <laughs> <laughs> All the people who didn't download that first mm-hmm. episode I did. Uh, when mm-hmm. I, when I talked about stuff that probably has no relevance to your life whatsoever. Nope. Um, yeah, it's just a real honor yeah. to, to have that place in history. Crickets. So that's the first episode in the uh, show archive, the grimtidingspodcast.com where I interviewed you. Um, and here we are 100 episodes later. Um, but, uh, yeah, I guess we were doing something right, but yeah, Grimmy award least downloaded episode goes to Philip Overby. And let's go to most underrated episode. That's the episode where we think people should listen to it, but they have yet to uh, cling to its grim goodness, so to speak. And uh, that Grammy Award goes to... Was that like a... That was my drum. It was just like a (laughs) shitty, broken drum. (laughs) Peter Fugazzato. Only has a few hundred downloads on that episode, but it was a very good episode, folks. He's a great author, indie author, uh, Black Belt... Martial artist, uh, great individual, and we think that you should listen to that episode. Uh, good stuff in there, and we're going to have Peter Vigazzato actually back on the show soon. Um, is composing some new cover art for a new sci-fi title, and we're going to get him and a cover artist on the show, and it should be exciting, so more things in the works. But uh, most underrated episode, Grimmy, goes to Peter Vigazzato. And then, in contrast, most overrated episode goes to Philip Overby. <laughs> You've won another one. Oh, my God. I can't believe this is happening. (gasps) (laughs) I just can't believe it. This is a historic moment in my life. Uh, I mean, I've done a lot of wonderful things in my life, but getting most overrated episode definitely ranks up there. So you're now the multi-Grimmy award winning author. Yeah, so should pretty, I put that on my? Uh-huh. Should I put that on my books? That's uh, some serious street cred. <laughs> Most overrated episode Grammy Award goes to Philip Overby. Can I get? Can I get a shittiest Grim Tidings Awards uh, award also? Uh, you get most shit faced. Most shit faced Grammy, <laughs> award. Grammy <laughs> okay. award goes to Sweet. Philip Overby. Yeah, we've got another great award here, Philip, um, and that's the award for the guest that can kick our ass. And that's, mm. a, that's a prestigious award for the person that we feel that could uh, single-handedly dispatch not just Phil and myself, but both of us at the same time. Like, could seriously just whoop our ass in tandem. And that award goes to every guest that we've had on the show before. I'm sure could take Phil and I Yay. quite easily. We are not aggressive. We, we do a book podcast, so who are we fucking kidding? Yeah, so every guest that's ever been on our show just won an award. <laughs> That's congrats- pretty great. Congratulations. Congratulations to every single guest. You have picked up an award for the f- Wait, pick- wait. So what? so that means I got a third award just now. You just picked up a guest. So you can kick your own ass. I can <laughs> kick my own ass. Like fight club style. That's pretty epic. I didn't know you were just gonna come in and clean house today. That's pretty weird. I know, shit. Yeah. That's ironic. We'd have an award show where you'd win most of the awards. I didn't wear my tuxedo or anything. My yeah. tuxedo? My tuxedo, <laughs> I said. You're probably not even wearing pants. So. I am actually wearing pants. I usually don't, but today I am. So that completes the Grimmy Awards ceremony. 
this very exciting, prestigious event, red carpet affair. Very cool. That'll be the first Grammy Awards. And then uh, for episode 200, we'll have another Grammy Awards ceremony. We can see who we can get hooked up. Who knows what guests we'll have on between now and then. It's been an interesting couple of years. Uh, Let's see, I almost died of pneumonia. I was in the hospital for like four days in intensive care. But uh, I kicked out, so to speak, and I'm still here, so that's good. Uh, Let's see here. Philip, what's gone on in your life in the past two years? The, were, like were, shitty stuff that happened? Just anything in general where the kind of the podcast has been kind of the backdrop to the life of Philip Overby. Well, I mean, uh, I hate to be sappy, but I really got a chance to interview a lot of childhood heroes and a lot of the books I used to carry in my backpack when I was a kid. It's funny, my friends used to call it the backpack of destruction because I would put these paperbacks in my in the, my backpack and when I pull it out, it'd be all fucked up and you know, the cover would be torn off or something. It's just like whatever I stuck in the backpack got jacked up. So my friends didn't want to loan me their, (laughs) their books because I'd always screw them up. But that's the beauty of Kindle now. So I don't have to worry about, you know, tearing up books, but that's what stands out to me. Like R.A. Salvatore and Richard Knack were both, you know, big heroes of mine when I was a kid. So it was really cool to interview them. And then, and then of course, interviewing some of, modern day legends like Joe Abercrombie and, and, uh, Steven Erickson and R. Scott Baker and a lot of these other awesome guests and, and also newer writers are, are, it's cool to see, especially I think both me and Rob would agree. It's cool to see a new writer with their debut novel come on our show and then kind of see where they go from there. Like their series are continuing and we get to see them make multiple releases. And that's always really cool to, to see happen. So nothing really shitty happening. That's my positive spin. Yeah, it's been great to uh, interview all these amazing guests. Uh, they're always very cordial and very nice, and it's been a, a life-enriching experience just to chat with all these brilliant uh, creative sorts. And, uh, yeah, I've enjoyed reading their books and um, continuing to share the literary goodness with our listening audience. And really, at the end of the day, our show is really about connecting readers with good books. And that's why we do the show. Uh, also, riches and fame but mainly to connect readers with books. That's why we do the show. Books and other sorts of media, but mainly books. We're book nerds. And yeah, we're just going to keep the show going. We enjoy doing it. Um, I think for both Phil and I, it's probably one of the most creatively rewarding experiences that we've done. Uh, We've done things like bands and other sorts of projects. Sometimes they turn out, sometimes not so hot. But uh, me and Phil seem to be working out okay. I like you, I guess. So, (laughs) Really? Yeah, you're my bud. All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Thanks, man. <laughs> I don't care what everybody else says. You're a good guy. <clears throat> everybody shits on me. I don't know what it is. Like people are just like, this is like the Philip Overby of blah blah blah. I'm like, what the fuck? Take it easy. I have feelings, people. Michael R. Fletcher. Seriously. I have feelings. So yeah, one hundred ish episodes in the can. Uh, more great episodes coming your way, October coming your way as well uh, we've got uh, some cool panels slated already scheduled i'm not going to give you an idea of who it is yet but if you subscribe to the patreon we're going to give you the inside details of who'll be coming on the show so keep an eye out for that patreon forthcoming patreon that was subliminal so to end the show this historical 100th episode historical landmark episode landmark um everyone's going to be talking about this for really? the next for the next several years, I'm sure. sure. 
<laughs> I'm pretty I'm pretty <laughs> sure. I'd like to do a little game. I'd like to do a little game with Rob. Okay. This is a, this is a surprise game. We always do little games. Yeah, we always do little games. This is my little game with Rob. All right. Because I don't I don't think I ever did a little game with Rob. No. So this is going to be the random ass 30 second geek out with Rob Matheny. Oh shit. And I'm going to give you some stupid ass shit that you talk about <laughs> on your Facebook and allow you 30 se- 30 ish seconds to geek out on this topic. Oh wow. So it's I have scoured I have scoured your Facebook over the past several years that we've been friends. Cool, I'm sorry. <laughs> and uh, there are things that pop up a lot. You're very thematic Facebook poster. So <laughs> I have attached to these things, and we're going to give you the 30-second geek out. Okay. This is exciting. And see how it goes. So we have not talked about this beforehand. No. Uh, uh, this is totally off the cuff. This could be terrible. Probably will be. but There's probably some some things all of you can predict if you follow Rob <laughs> on Facebook or Twitter. So we're going to start. Okay. First ever 30-second geek out with Rob Matheny. Holy crap. So let's start with number one. Okay. Heavy metal. Oh. Ready? I'm ready. Okay, heavy metal. Rocking in the free world. 30 seconds. Ready? Go. I love heavy metal. It is my lifeblood. I, I live and breathe heavy metal. It is my music of choice. I remember the first time I heard... Um, the first hard rock album, uh, ACDC, I heard back in black when I was about eight years old. And from there, I was sold on heavy metal. I became a fan of Metallica. And ever since my early childhood, I've been an enthusiast of heavy metal. And now I like black metal and doom metal, um, death metal, um, every sort of metal that you can think of. I also like hard rock and alternative and all that stuff. But uh, metal is my jam, Slayer, and all that stuff. Countless okay, f- fucking stop. <laughs> fucking stop already. <laughs> Enough of the metal. That's 30 seconds. That was easy. That was an easy... That's an easy one. Mm-hmm. I have to say, uh, you do post a lot of metal links on on your on your Facebook and other social media. And uh, one band you mentioned recently, I checked out Portal. Uh, they're pretty fucking insane. They are and fucking re- brutal as fuck. <laughs> I, re- I really like their stage presence. Also. Seriously, if you haven't checked I, out I Portal, I don't know what the hell that guy's wearing on the board, but <laughs> It looks pretty sick. Yeah. That's the grim, darkest fucking band I think I've ever seen. So check out Portal. And like sometimes he looks like a witch or something. Like he's yeah. got like long fingernails. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. What's that guy's name? I got to find out what that dude's name is. It's probably like some epic <laughs> shit. Oblivious. Yeah. <laughs> or something. You know meddling. what I want to, you know what I want to see? I want to see some fantasy that is like true to form fucking heavy metal, hardcore like like evokes that heavy metal feel of like bands like uh Meshuga or Ooh. like brutal kind of shit. Behemoth or Behemoth, however you pronounce ah, it. Yes, Behemoth. Behemoth, yeah. Those guys are fucking brutal too. And uh Necrogoblicon, I really like. They're like they're they're what I imagined Splatter Elf would be like if it was a heavy metal band. Um so yeah, I, I I have a background in heavy metal also, but I'm really getting into I'm really getting into some stuff again. So The Curator is the name of the vocalist for <laughs> Portal. And they're That's an, awesome. an Australian death metal band and they're fucking sick. So uh yeah, Portal. Check those guys out. I love talking metal. Okay. Next topic, thirty second geek out. Let's do this. All right, next topic for the thirty second geek out will be fucking unicorns. Okay, ready? 
Not fucking unicorns, <laughs> but fucking unicorns. Not literally fucking unicorns. Good God. But if you want to talk about, hey, it's your gig. With- <laughs> go for it. Who knows? Okay, ready? 30 seconds. Go. Oh, my God. I fucking love unicorns. I don't even know what it is about unicorns. I'm not a brony. Uh, contrary to popular opinion, I just love unicorns a whole lot. Uh, they're magical. Uh, they Im- imbue rainbows and they bring goodness and good cheer to everywhere they go. And uh, yeah, they're just magical. Everyone wants to have a unicorn, be a unicorn. Everyone wants to see unicorns. Uh, there's uh, magic within their horn on their head. And uh, I can't say enough good things about unicorns. They really are my most favorite animal. Of course, I am the antithesis of that. Uh- <laughs> I have a book called Unicorn Eater where uh, hundreds of unicorns are butchered and killed <laughs> and eaten. So I'm the opposite of Rob that's, in that regard. And maybe that's he's the yin to my yang. I as, think so. As far as that goes, it's it's a it's a contrast, but it, they work well together. So yeah, I think so. Yeah, I love unicorns so much. <laughs> I love them so much. I I have them murdered in my book. <laughs> Okay, next topic will be pumpkin spice, because you're one of those basic kind of guys. You're pretty basic. All right, 30 seconds. Geek out on the flavor of fall. Pumpkin spice. Ready? Go. I am the basicest of all bitches. I completely love pumpkin spice october fall autumn is my absolute favorite time of the year i get a pumpkin spice latte as soon as i can i don't know what it is about the flavor but um it really just is uh it fills my soul with happy happiness um it's it should be uh, available all year round not seasonal i believe it should be available anytime um i love pumpkin spice pretty much anything if you add pumpkin spice to it i will consume it because it just adds magic to it it's pretty great so if someone took a shit you would still <laughs> eat pumpkin spice if it was covered in shit yes no comment i can neither That's confirm nor deny that <laughs> okay a few uh, a few more topics to geek out and oh, right. we'll wrap it up okay so next one is a a term that i believe one of us sort of coined or built upon or whatever and now it's a regular thing in the grim dark fiction readers and writers uh page uh, a lot of a Facebook page. A lot of people use this term to describe things, and that is GDAF. Can you please describe Grim Dark as fuck in thirty seconds or less? Ready, go. GDAF is the term the, that we that we uh, co- the phrase that we coined in the Grim Dark Fiction Readers and Writers Group, and it is a term that we use to describe something that was excessively grim dark, something that was either very grim or very dark, or ironically not grim or dark. And we would call it GDAF, and it is a term that kind of goes around in, in circles now to explain things that are extremely grim. Um, but yeah, it's a super cool term. Um, it's cool to see it used. We might put it on a T-shirt or something like that. Okay, one more. Last topic for Rob is the epic of most epic topics. It is the reason for our being. It's the reason for our existence. It's the reason why all of us are here. And that is the obligatory, contractually required topic of Grimdark. Please wax eloquent on the topic of Grimdark. Ready, go. 
Well, only 30 seconds. Well, the first time I heard the phrase grimdark was actually on a different podcast, and it really was a phrase that kind of encapsulated all the fiction that I was reading and enjoying, and I never thought that term would become kind of the theme of my life here at the age of 37. I kind of say that word or type that word or uh, am associated with grimdark in some capacity now every day. Um, I'm just a fan of it. Um, I really enjoy it, and I never thought it would become this beast that is grimdark. That's it. That's all you get. Grimdark. Grimdark. Grim- so that con- that concludes the first ever 30-second geek out with Rob Matheny. That was exciting. It's fun, right? Yeah. Everybody loves a geek out. Hopefully somebody learned some more about me. You can follow me on social media. I pretty much add everybody as long as you're not a douche. Uh, Rob Matheny 80 on <laughs> Facebook, uh, Instagram, or Twitter. Uh, feel free to give me a follow. Phil, not so much. He's a kind of a private, one of those private facebook social media people so who knows he'll probably block you before he adds you so <laughs> send him a friend request and he'll just probably block you so i'll uh i add people sometimes okay. um very rarely do i add people but um i'm almost non-functional on twitter at this point uh you can follow my twitter if you want i post shit every so often but facebook is my main source of information uh and I have a website, philipoverby.com, which I post about game-related stuff, uh, occasionally the Splatter Elf topics, and uh, I do video game discussion, board game discussion, uh, lots of different stuff on there. So that's a good, good time. And then, of course, we have the Grim Tidings podcast.com, which we've been slowly building over the past year, and we're always trying to get more content for that as well. So look out for that. Look out for the Patreon. Look out for us punching you in the face. Yeah. <clears throat> we done fucked up 2015, 2016, currently fucking up 2017. And I think 2018, uh, we're going to fuck that up too. 2019, mm-hmm. not so sure. But 2018, <laughs> we're coming at you. Well, fuck, we'll, be, we'll both be 40-something then. So Yeah, getting old. Then we'll be ready. But yes, please subscribe to the show on iTunes, and if you could, hop on iTunes and leave us a review. We only have like 13 reviews, all five stars, of course, but it uh, would be great um, if we get up to maybe 25 reviews. If we can get up to 25 reviews, uh, we'll do something special for the listening. We'll do a bonus episode. If we can get mm-hmm. 20, up to 25 reviews on iTunes, that's not asking a lot, you know, Phil. We'll do yeah. a bonus episode. Me and Phil will do a bonus episode. But you only have till uh, the end of October. So 25 by the end of October. If we can make that happen, bonus totally. bonus shit coming your way. And then keep track of our Patreon. And, of course, follow us at thegrimtidingspodcast.com, on Twitter at GrimDarkFiction. Uh, you can like our Facebook page there as well. And if you're a reader or a writer of GrimDark or fantasy fiction in general, be sure to join our Facebook group, GrimDark Fiction Readers and Writers. Uh, it's a cool little fun group. We're up about 3,800 members now, continues to grow, and we uh, have... Uh, it's a celebration of Grimdark and uh, other related media over there. So join the celebration, please. Yeah. And we do not suffer assholes over there. Nope. So if you if you don't like communities, if you like communities where people bicker and shit on each other all the time, then don't join because we don't uh we don't tolerate that. We nastiness. suffer not we suffer not assholes over there. But we're doing something right because people keep joining and, and hanging out, and we, we, we just enjoy having a community of fun people um, talking about books and just having fun and not being dicks and all that stuff. So, <clears throat> And people kind of remark that, like, you guys are really nice for being grimdark people. You guys should be dicks a little more. And 
I guess we're just nice people. I don't know what it is about the Grimdark community, but overall, we seem to be uh, the pleasant sort. Well, I think it has something to do with um, a lot of people that are into horror or dark fiction or like darker music or or anything like that. A lot of those kind of people these days, I've noticed anyway, tend to be the nicest people you could ever meet. And it may have something to do with uh, they dabble in the dark stuff so much. So psychologically, they're just nice people. (laughs) So they get all that out of themselves, whereas other people uh, maybe... They're nice on the surface, but they're actually shitty people deep down inside. So that's, uh, that's deep my, psych- my yeah. psychological analysis. Who knew that, that I just did. the 100-ish episode would be a psychological analysis of people and awards and all that? Just, well, you never know what to expect. People don't realize how smart I actually am. Mm-hmm. You have a master's in English. <laughs> you, ain't, you ain't, aren't dumb. I aren't dumb. I may sound like a fucking <laughs> hillbilly. <laughs> but you're not really a hillbilly. You're a hillbilly at heart, but uh, you're educated. <laughs> hillbilly at heart. All right. right. <laughs> yeah, you teach English to foreign students in a foreign land abroad. So that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, and the students, you know, don't hate me, so I must be all right. I'm a friendly guy. I don't know if people know what I do for a living, but uh, I'm a I'm a radio producer by trade. I work for an advertising agency in the Portland metro area, so that's my day job. I mm. I pretty much make radio commercials and stuff like that, so it's not boring. Um, but I've been in the radio industry since about 1999. Um, I've been in commercial radio in some capacity, so the podcast is really just uh, kind of a side effect of that. So that's why it sounds so good. I bet you're thinking, man, this is a, this is a great podcast. That's I, I work in radio. so. Well, you know, I actually sound shittier in real life than I actually do when right. the, on the podcast. That's right. how magical Rob is. <laughs> he can make me sound less hillbilly-ish. In person, you're damn near unintelligible. Yeah, I'm just like, bar, 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 <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Wow. Speaking alien languages and yeah. shit. Yeah. Well, I think that's it, buddy. I think that's it. I think uh, we can end on that crescendo of excitement here on the 100th-ish episode of the Grim Tidings podcast. It's been an exciting run so far. Um, It's been challenging here and there. A couple of times I was like, fuck this, I'm quitting. And then I was like, no, I'm not. What else am I going to do? So I'm just kind of stuck with it. Um, But I do enjoy it very much. Um, And I'm going to be doing this show for a long time. And I'm pretty sure I'm stuck with Philip. He won't leave me alone. So... Uh, we're just going to keep the grim goodness coming your way. Uh, we're going to diversify it, continue to mix it up and get you unique guests, but we're going to continue to preach the grimdark gospel, so to speak. So you can continue to look forward to that as well as other content here as well. And thank you again to all the listeners who have made this podcast uh, what it is. It's all about the community, finding a tribe, and we've found a tribe of amazing and talented and cool individuals, and we are glad to be in this endeavor together with you, and we look forward to many more years of book love and camaraderie within the community. So, grim hugs to each one of you from Philip and myself here on this 100th-ish episode of the Grim Tidings Podcast. And I think to close out, we need a tandem closer. We need to say the, we need to say the closer at the same time. Okay, we can do that. Ready? Are you ready? And until next time. Next time. Let me tell you this. And until, <laughs> until, until next, next time. time stay <laughs> grim. Stay grim. Stay dark. Stay, stay true. true. But not sober. Or something like that. <laughs>
that was that was ill that was ill ill said <laughs> thanks for listening we'll check in with you next time right here on the grim tidings podcast grim hugs fuck yeah yeah